Welcome to Biblical Christian Worldview's Selective Article Podcast. So let's get started. Today's podcast is entitled Climate Change, China, and America from a Biblical Christian Perspective. So, is climate change real? To be clear, I believe mankind continues to make choices that impact our climate in a negative way. One can argue that there are cyclical trends throughout the history of the planet. However, even <clears throat> excuse me, enough research has been done that in my opinion, we are well past the point where Christians can no longer ignore the impact of global industrialization on our continuing deterioration. Too many Christians have been resistant and believe in the face of mounting evidence that it's heretical to side with environmentalists on this reality. There is so much evidence on the continuing destruction of nature due to climate change that I'm not even going to take the time to list sources. If one digs deep enough, we can always find those who believe the fringes of any topic, including climate change. The truth is that our planet is getting warmer and the footprint of man is having an impact. So are we responsible to God for our role in climate change? I also believe that God left mankind in charge of this world and its inhabitants. He is the creator of everything, but man was assigned to be a caretaker. Genesis 1.26, Then God said, "Let, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the heavens, over the livestock, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. In Genesis 1.28 and following, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful, and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And finally, Genesis 2.15, Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to keep it. Man and specifically those who accept God's commands, Christians, are called to be stewards over this planet. Webster calls that, quote, the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care, unquote. (laughs) So how are we doing? Well, as a human race, uh, not very well. So what can Americans do about climate change? Here's where I depart from many in the climate change camp. As a biblical Christian, I recognize that we are to be stewards of the earth, and instead, we are doing more harm than good. However, we also need to recognize those things we can impact, both as a nation and as biblical Christians, and what we can't impact in any tangible way. China, North Korea, Iran, India, Russia, and others are smoking up the sky with abandon, while we in the West diddle with electric cars with batteries made by rare earth China has already locked in on. As divisive, disjointed, and distracted as the world governments are today, I don't believe we will ever make a dent in the climate catastrophe that is headed our way. To think we can engage 
and, and waste resources by ignoring countries who could care less about climate change is impractical at best and ludicrous at worst. At some point, we will either die in our own waste or science will rescue us in some way. Reducing emissions will never, ever uh, be even a fraction of the final answer. In my view, the continuing progression of climate change and its consequences is not going to stop based on the strategies implemented over the last 10 to 15 years. We can, and many do, offer lip service to the cause. In the end, however, nothing yet offered has or will be successful in reducing global warming. All the rhetoric and distractions on projects that hold little true impact only serve to undermine the financial resources of Western nations while our enemies continue to gain strength. Consider our greatest adversary, China. Uh, I present a chart in the, uh, in the um, post that goes along with this podcast uh, that represents CO2 emissions between the U.S. and China. Um, and what it shows is, a, per, on a per capita basis, a significant drop over the last 10 years in U.S. CO2 carbon emissions. However, the chart that also demonstrates an incredibly sharp rise in China's per capita CO2 emissions. So as America directs more and more of our limited resources toward reducing carbon into the atmosphere, China remains on an accelerated path toward intersecting with our capita output, per capita output. In other words, ours is still higher than China's, but ours is deteriorating and theirs is accelerating on a per capita basis. However, what's most dramatic is the full impact of CO2 emissions by country documented um, in the next chart. And, you know, it is absolutely dramatic that China annual CO2 emissions is in excess, well in excess of 10 billion um, tons, while our CO2 emissions total for this country, U.S., is approximately 5 billion tons per year. And so China is on it in just a straight up curve from about 1950 on. And we've been slowly uh, reducing our annual CO2 emissions since about 2010. And where is much of this growth in China emissions coming from? Again, a chart that I've presented lists the countries with the greatest coal-fired energy capacity in gigawatts as of July of 2022. And China, China's gigawatt coal-fired energy capacity is 1.074 um, billion tons versus United States, which is the third highest at only 217,000 gigawatts. So it is absolutely dramatic the difference between China and the United States in coal-fired energy plants. And we know that they're continuing to grow more and more and more every single day in China, coal-fired plants. 
The Green New Deal, Biden's infrastructure plan, gas stoves being pulled from the market, stopping the use of private jets, electric cars using Chinese rare earth metals for batteries, Chinese solar power, carbon offsets, and moving from cows to bugs for food will have little impact on the progression of China and others like Russia and India from adding billions and billions of tons of CO2 into the atmosphere unabated. Look at, and again, I've got pictures of what Beijing looked like uh, from the sky around the time of the 2022 Olympics. And we all know from that time just how incredibly overcast Beijing was, full of of, um, pollution um, that they were trying to resolve just prior to the 2022 Olympics by refusing to allow cars on the streets and so forth and so on. And yet, what is Greta Thunberg and our climate czar John Kerry constantly pointing a finger at? America. As we dutifully keep spending our finite resources fighting a losing battle as China grows stronger, while unbelievably only in the last few months have we begun consideration in changing their developing nation status. Still have a developing nation status as of today. So in conclusion, I've, I've been criticized in an earlier post for claiming that America should stop squandering our resources on a losing climate change battle while watching China and others grow their infrastructure and economy. The understandable attack has come under a veil of God's calling for Christians to be stewards of the planet and the premise that just because others do wrong does not give us a license to ignore our responsibilities. Of course, from a purely altruistic and targeted theological view, their points are totally valid. However, if one was chewing a piece of gum while on the Titanic, would he be wise to run below deck and try to stuff that gum in the hole? I don't think so. For decades, America has been the stabilizing force against those who wish to expand their territory. As we submit to woke ideology, fentanyl and legal pot, no border controls, horrible self-serving government mismanagement, regardless of political ideology, disenfranchised military and police, unprosecuted crime, a severe loss of patriotism, saber-rattling by Russia, North Korea, and China, and finally economic suicide attempting to reverse climate change. Who will be replacing us? The UN? As we look at a world through the lens of reality, in my view, all of the wasted resources directed toward climate change versus so many other near-term problems seems inappropriate. To be clear, we do need to work toward reducing CO2 and protecting our planet, but in a measured, timely, and strategic way, balanced with the worst offenders carrying their weight as well. Ultimately, I believe science will either solve the problem of an overheating planet or it will not. Perhaps that's a fatalistic view, but underlying it is a faithful trust that God is ultimately in control. As biblical Christians, we need to recognize that time is short, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two. It's always short, whether it be in the life of an individual or in the life of a planet that will eventually be burned up 
in preparation for a new heaven and a new earth. 2 Peter 3.13 Our ability to share the gospel is becoming more and more unacceptable outside the walls of the church. Even if all this is merely a cycle that will eventually reverse itself or science will come to the rescue on climate change, we need to be focused on loving our neighbor, Luke 10, 27, and the Great Commission, Matthew 28, 19, and 20. God bless you as you serve him today. Today's podcast article was brought to you by bcworldview.org, providing honest reporting and analysis on the intersection of contemporary issues and theology based on a biblical Christian worldview. May God bless you as you continue to walk through this life with our Savior and Lord.